guys, welcome back to the OGT podcast. We got my boy Hayden Childers on here today. We grew up playing football together, baseball together. I don't think we ever won a state championship in baseball, but we did some cool stuff. Uh, and we got my boy Mike on here, my my temporary co-host still. Um, woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but Hayden, I got to ask you, man, whose time are you on? Whose time am I on? Yeah, whose time are you on? On my time. No, bro. You're on God's time. We're just going to keep it in there. We're just going to keep it in there. I'll say you're on God's time. Man, I haven't watched enough of your videos to know. <laughs> That's okay. But, Hayden, uh, tell us a little bit about your platform. Tell us a little bit about your testimony, about who you are, man. I, uh, well, first of all, to the, some people that don't know me, I'm Hayden Childers. Um, well, man, I'm from Batesville, Arkansas, or Cord, Arkansas, just a little town. Um, my mom's a teacher. My dad's a pastor. Uh, played sports all my life. Uh, you know, uh, I've always grown up in church uh, ever since I was a little kid. I mean, my dad's been his pastor as long as I can remember. Uh, he was actually at Williams when uh, before he became a pastor. So I don't know if you knew that, Kate. I, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, so uh, we used to live in some apartments right beside Williams when I was like, I mean, until like four years old. Uh, so anyways, uh, I've been saved since I was around, I, th I think I was nine years old. Uh, by the time I got saved and, you know, uh, you know, there's nothing just big that went on, you know, obviously my dad's a pastor. I've always been around church and, you know, always, uh, he led me to Christ. So, you know, not a huge testimony. I've just, you know, ever since then, I've just been trying to live for the Lord and just do the best I can do to glorify him through all that I do. So you kind of ask a little bit about my platform, like, uh, yeah. what, what do you mean by <laughs> well, a little talking? Yeah, if, if you don't know, Hayden has 1 million followers on TikTok. Go check his videos out. He does dancing videos. If his sister is in his videos, then he always goes viral. But if not... Sometimes he does, but not as much, nearly as much as if Aubrey. No, no. no, I'm with you 100%, dude. Like, it wasn't, uh, it's definitely not a one-man show type thing with all that. Uh, she's definitely the, what gets me the big likes, the big views, man. That's just how it is. But uh, how it all started is honestly kind of funny. Like, so it was before uh, my freshman year of college, you know, TikTok was a big thing. And so I just downloaded it. And I used to make like just funny videos back like when I was younger. Anyway, so I made these funny mom videos like of my mom, how she acts. And, you know, she's got the big Southern accent. So I used to make these funny videos. So I got like 20,000 followers like in like a month. I just remember like waking up one morning after I made this funny mom video you know, just some stupid video and had like 7,000 followers, you know, obviously I was like, oh, freaking out. I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Like I've always kind of liked that. And anyways, I get to freshman year and I'm like, man, I'm about to start playing ball. I'm about to meet new people. I ain't going to let these guys see my TikTok of me making these mom videos, bro. <laughs> That's just how I was like, I can't do it. So like I put it on private. And then anyways, you know, time started going and I had some friends that were, uh, I have some friends here that are pretty dope and 
So we started making TikToks. And anyways, I unprivate it. You know, we just made a couple goofing around. Then obviously COVID hit, which, you know, sucks for that. So we had to end up going home. And uh, so my sister, Aubrey, who's basically my partner in crime, uh, she, uh, she used to make these little videos all the time, you know. So my mom would always be texting me like, hey, she wants followers so bad. Duet her. Do all this. You know, and I had probably like 40,000 at the time. And anyway, so uh, I used to just mess with her so bad. About I remember. Something. I remember. You used to be I like, like. I was like, man, you're never going to blow up, Obs. I remember making a video. And, it, and she loved to do the dances. And I really never did it. But, I mean, obviously, I can dance a little bit. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so one time I was just like, hey, let's make this video. So, like, we just made one video. And sure enough, like, it blew up pretty good. I mean, it probably got like 100,000 views. And I was like, man, this is kind of cool. You know, Aubrey, of course, was just like, hey, did you see the video? It blew up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and anyway, so after that happened, I was like, you know, let's make a couple more. And obviously at, at the time, you know, and still it's just it's fun making them, like yeah. trying to get it to be perfect and look and anyway. So I just started rolling with it mm -hmm. and we just started. I mean, just in the followers came the views. People loved the. People love her. People love like the brother sister duo type thing, yeah. like that. You know, you know, she was so little at the time too. She's a little cute. You know, the big brother. That's just how it is. But you know, I just kind of took off with it, and we really just had fun doing it. You know, I never got it. Never got to the point either where I was like just stressing, like, oh, I have to get followers. I have to get this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wanted to, but uh, it was just just having fun with her and then obviously you know a lot of great things have come from it and you know it's just kind of how it is now until now it's like been like a year and a half basically so it's been awesome but I've enjoyed I've enjoyed it it really brought me closer to you know it's COVID you know it sucked and I had to be home but it really brought me closer to my siblings just being able to make these just videos just with them you know just all the time so that was just a really great part of it for me well that's awesome have you uh if you if you guys don't know he also plays baseball at obu uh washington baptist university um and how how has it been like being a student athlete but also being a christian athlete like have you ever felt like you know since you have more of a following like do you feel more pressured to not mess up i guess i'd say um you know, if I, if I think about the following and what I've posted, uh, you know, it's really never been too hard because, mm -hmm. you know, obviously, like, you know, I have a little sister. We're not going to dance to this type of music or, right. you know, I already don't, you know, I don't vibe with too much music that, you know, curses or talks about the wrong thing, you know, but, uh, but, you know, sometimes it's not too big of a pressure, I don't think, you know, especially like with the following. I mean, obviously, I am who I am. So like, you know, whether I lose followers or gain followers, if people know I'm Christian or not, I mean, I don't think it's really been that big of a pressure. But, you know, as a Christian uh, athlete uh, here at Washtaw, man, I really am blessed to just be at the school I am. 
uh, got to know a bunch of guys that uh, really love the Lord, and I've got to help lead some guys that have been on my team to the Lord, you know, and just wow. seeing guys change. And uh, I'm blessed to be at a school that's just, like, always encouraging to, you know, get, into, get to know God and just get a better relationship with him. So, uh, and I've just created a bunch of great friends through that. So, uh, I've been, I think God put me at the school that I needed to be at. So mm-hmm. for that, it's been awesome. That's awesome. Well, I will definitely say, um, when I first, um, I felt God leading me to Williams, even like out of high school, like I felt him like leading me here. And I kind of, like you said about, you know, the school bringing you closer to the Lord, I guess I kind of had that stigmatism that was like, oh, it's a Christian college. It's going to be strict and they're not going to let me breathe. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I will say, dude, in my time here, um, I have definitely, Caleb, what's up? I'm in the middle of a podcast. Hold on. Please shut the door. I love you. (laughs) No, I'm not. I have no, oh my gosh. Okay. You know, we don't, we won't even edit it out. That's fine. That was one of that was the manager of our basketball team. One of my boys. There goes another blooper for you. Yeah, there goes. Student <laughs> <laughs> oh, assistant, my fault, my fault. Student assistant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I love it here. I really do, and everyone's really like brought me closer to the Lord, Mike. Michael, when you were in college, how was your experience with that? Like, did you necessarily have people that you know brought you closer? Uh, like, I guess. I'm a sophomore. He's a junior. So, I mean, uh, I guess maybe around that time period. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it a buck. Uh, first uh, freshman year, halfway through my, what is it? Sophomore year. I was like, I'm gonna do me. And, I, and so I, uh, I didn't go buck wild. Don't get me wrong. I didn't go too crazy, but I definitely was like, let me dial back mm-hmm. my uh, Christianese, my, my Christian persona. And then it got to a point where I was just like, nah, after, you know, after I had my, what I, what I call my true uh, come to Jesus moment and I was laying there and I was broken and I was boohooing and crying, feeling empty, being like, God help, help me. And he showed up and he showed up and it was right there that I was like, all right, I need to find like new people to hang around. I need to like get more serious about my word, my word and watch what I'm saying, what I'm doing, and who I'm with. Um, yeah. And it was from there I really started finding uh, fellow believers, like got into contact with a couple campus outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, campus outreach actually at A-State to uh, Chi Alpha to uh, FCA, uh, BCM. Like I was everywhere. Like my, my, social, my, my social circles completely like uh, flopped real quick. Yeah. Um, Hayden, would you but, say – oh, what? No, you're good. I was just going to say, uh, you know, coming off of him, like, you know, obviously being at a Baptist school, you know, people are going to be people no matter where you're at. You know, oh, yeah. Baptist school, man, like half the people here – more than half the people here, I think, play sports. You know, they come here oh, for yeah. sports a lot of the time. Right. Just how it is. And, you know – That's the same thing. Like, yeah, and a lot of people don't come from the same background as you. So, you know, obviously for me too, uh, you know, I 
I've been blessed to be in this atmosphere, but you know, there's obviously been a lot of struggles just, you know, trying to keep my faith in uh, Christ and trying to act like a follower around uh, just different people, you know, like he said, he had to start, or like Michael said, like he had to kind of start choosing his crowds, you know, like uh, that's how it is for me. Like whether I'm going to, you know, am I going to look like, how do I look to people that I want them to think I'm a Christian and I want to act a certain way, but how are they going to think when I'm out doing this with these right. people? Like, even if I may not be partial or, you know, participating in what's going on, but you know, I'm there, you know, how's people going to be? And uh, over time, you know, it struggled with, I, I did struggle with temptation, just, uh, you know, just, the, just doing the normal college kid things, the normal things, you know, what the world calls normal. But, you know, obviously uh, ended up having a great group of friends who just understood me. And, you know, so but obviously it's been a struggle just to keep uh, faith. But you just got to trust in God and just put good people around you. So. Yeah, I will definitely say um, I've you know, a lot of people say when you get to college, you really find out who your friends are. And I wouldn't say I've always stro strove, I guess, would that be the word strove or strived? I don't know. Uh, I've always strove to be the type of person that to not just typically listen to people when it comes to certain stuff. Like I was like, no, you know, like I I'm still going to be friends with certain people and I'm still going to do this and do that. And, and I will say like, uh, you know, Hudson for starters, I mean, it's like my best friend and we've always been friends since the fifth grade. And there's other guys like Dawson McMahon, Devin Stetson, people that I, I still hang out with regularly and are close with. But there's also other people that I literally, literally never talk to. And I've had to like really, you know, make an effort to be like, okay, who are my friends? And are, are these people leading me closer to the Lord or are they, you know, skewing me away? And I don't think there's anything wrong with like, you know, maybe you have a friend that doesn't believe in Jesus or, you know, they may not be up there in your faith i don't want to even sound you know what i'm saying i like no. there's nothing wrong with like going out to eat with them or witnessing to them but it's i guess it's kind of just like who's in your ear you know yeah well i mean part of it as a christian obviously you don't want to be around people that are going to cause you to do these certain things especially you know if you if you're feeling tempted obviously you need to back away from these things or uh, these people that may be tempting you to do these things, but uh, what's up? I'm doing a podcast. We, we got people coming in our, in our rooms. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, my roommate. You want to say hi? I should have told Caleb to come say hi. I felt bad. That's the Cade Burris from Walnut Ridge. Hey. From Williams. Yeah, from Williams. Uh, anyways, what I was saying, uh, what was that? Uh, you know, obviously we don't, I don't want to like turn away from those people yeah. that are doing things and just be like, uh, you know, I don't want be judgmental basically. Like obviously sure. like I love those people and I don't want to make them feel like, Hey man, like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, listen, I'm a Christian. You do yeah. this, <laughs> you yeah. know, like. Obviously, I'm gonna love those people, and I'm gonna still do me. So, uh, you know, just loving everybody, and you know, we have no right to judge anyone. Yeah. So, just loving those people that do, you know, 
that may not be equal to like how you think. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know. Um, yeah, I, I've had experience with that before with having to, like I said, like distance myself from people, but also like, you know, not act like, Hey, I'm too good for you or whatever. Mike, yeah. I know, I, I, Michael and I have talked about that a lot. Um, yeah. Mike, don't you remember what we said? Uh, I think it was pastor Craig Rochelle that said, uh, we change people not by judging them, but by loving them. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, and that's why I like sometimes, I mean, you, you got to watch your attitude, how you are against these guys, you know, or like, and also, you know, I show up to stuff all the time, mm-hmm. but, you know, just because I may not do certain things, I mean, I'm not turning away from these people. I'm not going to yeah. sit bash them. Oh, you know? yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Well, I've, I've had trouble. Um. Okay. Have you, okay. Tell me if you've ever had trouble with this because, you know, both of you, I want to know if you've ever had trouble with this. So have you ever had trouble with like balancing being competitive with also showing Jesus? And what I mean by that is like, baseball is not really a trash talking sport, is it? Or maybe it is. I don't know. It is. Trust me. Really? So like, have you ever had trouble? Like you say something to somebody and you're like, dang it. Like that. That's, I mean, not just baseball, man. That's anything competitive, whether it's – man, it's anything, dude, whether I'm on the baseball field or we're out doing competitive, you know, playing football or video games, dude. Sometimes that happens, and I struggle. I struggle with that, too, or just bashing somebody, like, come on, man, like, what are you doing, you know? Yeah. I, I, struggle, I mean, obviously, I struggle with that, too. But, you know, also, there's nothing wrong with being a little competitive and Right. But, yeah, I, I struggle with my balance. I really do. Like, I, was, a love. <laughs> what? I guess like showing a little love, pick them up at the same time. <laughs> Dude, no. See, I do that though. Like, like, I think, do you ever do that? Like what I do? Like, like I don't trash talk, but I'll like give them like little looks. Man, like I, I definitely, I definitely sometimes trash talk a little bit. Not going to lie. That's I just think, how, that's just how it is i think every athlete i don't care what sport you're in or how you was raised yeah (laughs) it's gonna show up some kind of way you may be the silent player you may not say a word the entire game Mm -hmm. but your mindset is like yeah i just did that yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and i don't i i i purposely believe well i i did deliver I basically believe that God has designed men to be that way off the bat yes. or any editor, especially, guys, especially well, I, I ain't going to get into the alpha, but guys in general, we're competitive. Yeah. We're going like, we want to see like, oh, who's the toughest, who's the strongest, who's the fastest. Like you yeah. can think about it. Think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it in the, uh, the Christian context. Guys will be like, let me pick up like eight, 12 different chairs all at one time. Yes. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody, is a girl really going to be like, oh my gosh, she picked up 12 chairs. Like, that's who I want to be my man. Like, no. But that's a mindset, like, just as a little kid. And it's like, no one ever told us that. Like, yeah. no one was like, hey, bro, you pick up enough chairs, they're going to notice you. It's just, yeah. our brains be like, yeah, I'm going to pick it's up It's all one. about that picking that something. Hey, I'm strong. Yeah. yeah and it shows even in our sports and yeah. it's not something that we should be ashamed or tamper down like let it be but let it as long as the sport is not 
who we are, who we find our identity in. Because when someone, I, I guess the real test to check yourself yeah. is while you're talking it, if someone says something back to you, do you take it personal? Yes. Yeah. Like, like if, it. if it cuts you deep, you drifting. You like, you're like, all right, Lord, like, help me, humble me, bring me back. But if you, you know, if you're, or if you're saying it and you like, yeah, I hope that hurt them. That's when you should really check yeah. yourself. Because you're just talking. It's in the moment. It's in the heat of the game. And if you really do cross a line, like afterwards, you know, hey man, my bad. And some of that, some of that stuff was a little bit too much. I will, I will tell you, I, I can't stand when like we are just like messing around or whatever. Yeah. Like I guarantee, I guarantee you, if like Hayden, I don't know, I don't know if you've even thought about this. Have you thought about like being an FCA, like a huddle leader this summer or anything? Uh no, not this summer. But we do do some stuff here. Well, I'm, I'm just saying like. Say I'm a huddle leader and Hayden's a huddle leader. And, like, we're, like, you know, at FCA camp, dude. Like, like we're at FCA camp and, like, my team beat – my team be- – I'm going to say my team beats his. <laughs> Let's say my team beats – I'm doing it right now. Like, and I say something and I'm like, good job. Like, good game, bro. And then, like, after that, he's like, dude, get away from me. Get away from me. Like, I can't stand that. Like, I can't stand when it's not left out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, being competitive, man, like, bro, there's nothing wrong with being competitive and going at somebody. Like, I mean, it just – I think it just gets bad when you're just – you know, you take it to a personal level. Mm -hmm. Like like Michael said, like, just taking it personal. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, dude, I've had times with my dad where we're being competitive and just bashing each other, you know. That's just how it is. He'd be like, what you going to do about it? And I'm like, all right, I'll show you what I'm going to do. Aren't you, you know, taller than your dad? I am taller than dad, but he's definitely stronger than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't let, don't let it fool you. Don't let, um, it, don't let the – but, no, nah, man, being competitive, it just – you know, when you take it personal, just – I don't know, just how you act when you are competitive. Yeah, because I, I went through – man, I went through a phase. Um, it was around the time – it was when COVID was happening. Um, it was me, Stetson – Austin Reeves and Spencer Reeves and we were in the gym like every night because you know we didn't I mean we didn't have anything else to do so we literally just went to the gym played two on two or played pickup or played whatever and I dude I was in like a little stage where I just wouldn't like I was just talking like all the time because if you know Spencer bro Spencer doesn't shut up like he like he'll he'll get a bucket on you and he'll let you hear about it so then I went through a little phase. I picked up on that. And I went through this phase where, like, anytime I did anything good, I would just talk. And I had to step back and just be like, what am I doing? Like, you know, like, like I'm so high when I do something great, but I'm so low whenever I get beat. And I'm like, you know, I had to kind of just step back. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, we must be proud of our accomplishments without allowing them to define us. Like, that's, like, one of my favorite quotes. And I think, like, I've kind of went through that now, and I, and I go back and forth. I think I have good balance now. I think I have good balance now. I think I talk a little, but not enough for it to be bad. Uh, there's nothing. Man, I honestly don't think there's nothing wrong with – it's just when you get past competitive and you just keep going, you know, just – just once you start like actually bashing the person, yes. like you, come up, you know, angry or something yeah. like that, you know, that's when it just gets out of hand. And that's with anybody, man. I will, I will tell you, and tell me if I'm wrong, 
it doesn't matter if it's on the court, if it's at, at the house, whatever it is, when people get mad and people start bashing, like you said, you really start to like hear what's on their mind about you. Oh, dude, that's happened. And I've had it, dude. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm perfect. I've had times where I'm, I'm so mad at somebody if we're playing something and I just go off on them, man. And I'm just like, gum, like, yeah. I'm like, why did I say that? You know, it's just in the heat of the moment, you know, and I just got to become a man and be like, yo, dude, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Look, I kind of want to flip. I kind of want to flip the conversation um, more to like, you know, I know Michael wants to go into seminary or he's going to seminary right now. This man, as of right now, I mean, maybe I think you want to be a pastor, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you want to be a pastor and Hayden, we've talked about, you and I have both talked about, um, I have different dreams with basketball. Hayden, I know you've said you've talked about coaching. You've talked about doing a few different things. I want to talk about the fact that, no matter where you're at, you can witness to people about Jesus, no matter where you're at. Um, and like, have you thought about what you could do as a coach to, you know, to maybe impact people? See, uh, that's like one of the main reasons that I do want to be a coach. And, uh, you know, it always started like, obviously my dad's a pastor and I feel like sometimes it's like, you know, you're going to think about like, you know, what could I see myself doing that? You know, and I, I always thought about it. It's like, man, can I see myself doing this? You know, would it be a great thing? You know, obviously God has different callings for everybody. And mm -hmm. for me, I love, I love sports and uh, I love like being able to see kids grow and like teaching different things, you know, so I'm going into teaching and coaching and like, you know, ever I probably had it on my mind as an early, early kid, like since ninth grade, you know, I, I think I want to be a coach. Like this is how it is, but you know, I want to be a coach that can be able to like, you know, lead people to Christ. You know, I want to yeah. be a good, I want to be a, a man, a good Christian man that's able to, you know, be here for his kids, not just in the sport that whatever I coach, yeah, but I'm teaching them just to be a good athlete or a good baseball, football player, whatever it is. But I mean, a good human, a good Christian, yeah, you know, and that's uh, just, that's been a big part of me. Is, uh, that's one thing that I really want to do is just be able to sh tell kids about Christ through coaching, being a yeah. great example. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I don't talk about that a lot because it's always, you know, you're always talking about that job, but, you know, the coaching's not what defines me. It's like I'm a Christian before I'm in it. Yes. Yes. So as I'm coaching, I just want to glorify God through that. So that's a big deal for me. Yeah. And I – you, you saying that, just to sprinkle a little on there, um, I think that it applies not just as a coach or anyone that's like stepping into like a leadership role mm -hmm. um, or just men in general. That's every single believer everywhere that you are. Like you do everything with all your might unto Christ. Like mm -hmm. you're doing yeah. it as a representation, as a representative of Christ. And you're doing it to connect with people so that people get to the point and they look at you and they're like, you're different. I like that about you. There's something different. What is it? Like, what drives you? What pushes you to that point? And the mindset that you have, uh, Hayden, is absolutely going. If if you keep this up, it's going yeah. to it's going to flow. Like, you know, not just kiddos, uh, not just your former players, but everyone that you come into contact with will have yeah. that. 
see the spirit of God flowing out of you, bro. I love, yeah, I love that because, you know, I think, you know, sometimes um, we deal with that, you know, like, you know, my dad's a pastor and my mom, my mom works for FCA now. If you didn't, I don't know if you know that, Hayden, um, we're super excited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, you know, you're, you know, you, and, but mom was a, a teacher and a coach for a long time. Your mom's a teacher and your dad's a pastor. And I think sometimes people like, you know, see, um, you know, different stuff and they're like, oh, they're going to do this because their parents did this or they're going to do this because, and it's like, I've thought to myself that, you know, sometimes I get anxious because like I have ideas, but I don't have this set out plan. And I, I have to continually remind myself that why I'm ultimately here, no matter where I'm at, is to show Jesus and to bring people to Jesus. No, exactly. And obviously, uh, you know, for me too, I do see my mom, like I see her as a teacher and some of the stuff she does, you know, that really digs into me as well of, uh, you know, man, I, you know, I love the way my mom, you know, cares for these kids, you know, as a teacher, you know, like I want to be that way. Like I want to be able to help kids as, you know, as ways I've seen my mom, just, just like I said, care for these kids and try to help their lives, you know, that's a big part of it for me is being a coach and teacher. And I've seen my dad coach and just, you know, I've looked up to so many great coaches, you know, throughout my time playing, who's ever coached me and just really taken some great things from them. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's just been a big part of it for me as well. I think Michael, I think you told me that. I think you said that co uh, coaches are like the most influential people in young people's lives. Like there's like a stat on it or something. No, yeah. uh, I can't, I can't remember the numbers, but absolutely. It's because, especially for uh, young men, like we're, we're looking for that uh, to show. We're, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're looking to show ourselves like what we can do and that mm -hmm. ability. And we have, especially good coaches that see that either potential or they see that natural skill. And then they start to pour into us and they start to give us words of affirmation. They start, you know, to clap us up. We, that moment of like, yes, Yes, yeah. I'm doing it. Yes, I'm. I I, I am something, and yeah. not everyone gets to hear that on a daily basis. And it can, like we we've talked about, and it's got kind of goes full circle. I think this is where uh, some of us begin to drift. So when someone does bash us in the heat of the moment or says some words to us, why it hurts so much? Because right. oh no, this is one area that I know I'm good at. This is one area yeah. that I know, like I, I I got a good control on, and so. When someone says do it, it's like, ooh, you're hitting that soft spot. You're hitting my identity just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Because, like, bro, a coach's words can make you or break you. I remember so many times. Um, and I'm not talking about pushing you. Like, dude, I remember – I don't know I don't know how much you guys like Coach Walls. Coach Walls is, like, my favorite coach I ever had. Because oh. Coach Walls, like, he – I don't know, man. Me and him had such a, a, a personal connection – but he also like he would he would never call me stupid or anything, but he would like get in my face and be like, I know you can do better. Like, I know you're better than this and I know that you can do this and that. And he would always like build me up. But I mean, he would yell and it'd be funny. But I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's part of just growing up and being a man too. Mm -hmm. like because some I mean, you can relate that stuff to not just coaching, but anywhere in life. Yeah. You know? So it's great to have people push you. I mean, that's what they're there to do, to push you to be better, you know. Obviously, they're going to jump in you if they see you not doing, 
what they know you can do, you know? For sure. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, this has been very fun. Uh, Hayden, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, I love your wisdom. I love uh, your love for the Lord. And I love your love for life, man. Uh, I love seeing what you're doing. And I'm continuing to pray that, you know, God will use you at OBU and with your platform and with everything you're doing, man. Man, thank you so much. Uh, I'm glad that I got to come on here. I know we kind of been talking about it for a while, and I've watched mm -hmm. you in a couple of y'all's little videos. So keep doing it, man. It's awesome that you're just, yeah. you know, expressing uh, ex expressing the Lord, man, and you're yeah. being you, and you don't, you know, just not caring that what people know about you, that you are a follower of Christ and sharing all these things with people, man. And that's just the, that's just awesome, man. And I strive to be that way too. Just, uh, you know, just a light. I strive to be a light in this dark world that we are in, you know, telling you Mike, you got anything to say? Hey man, God is good. Yes, sir. Hey, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you one more time because I don't think we can get off of here until you answer this beautiful question correctly. Oh, man. Hayden Childers, whose time are you on? God's time. You're on God's time, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Uh, I got that time. All right. See you guys later. Peace, Peace out, man. Thank you.